Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. This is Live Mike with Lee Lonsberry. Welcome back to the program. Final segment of today's show, Live Mike, episode 32. I'm Lee Lonsberry. Uh, we've had a fun day today. We, we touched on a few somber topics. That story out of Provo is still kind of tugging at my heart, and I'm torn on it. Uh, but I think there's a good lesson to, to learn there. It's about the father uh, who turned himself into police and said, hey, you know, I'm, uh, I, I'm abusive to my children. I'm causing them harm. I want that harm uh, to be removed from their life. And to do so, please, officer, lock me up. Uh, it, tough, crazy story there. Um, and I called for both punishment and praise. Uh, punishment, punish uh, anyone who is guilty of crimes and praise those uh, who take it upon themselves to remove themselves uh, from you know, the circumstance that could be uh, causing little children harm. I shared that story with you from the perspective uh, of my, myself, of a new father. That one hit me kind of hard. Uh, beyond that, though, we covered some cool ground earlier this morning. We learned that the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints sending a couple of shipments of goods out to China to help in this uh, battle against the coronavirus. Uh, there were some of those kind of like hazmat type suits, the the coverall types. Uh, there were goggles and masks, all of them being loaded up uh, onto pallets and jets and sent off. Uh, east to China. Uh, so that's a good thing. Uh, great news there. There's a, a full article on that written by Tad Walsh. It's on uh, KSL.com. Now you can check it out. Uh, later on, we had uh, we had some fascinating conversations about daylight saving time. Now that might sound <laughs> that might sound like an, an oxymoron, uh, fascinating and daylight saving time. But uh, I can assure you that if the legislators working on this get their way, it's going to have great impact on your uh, life. That is both at the federal level being undertaken by Congressman Rob Bishop, my old boss, and currently here uh, in, at the state level by Senator Wayne Harper. We spoke to uh, Bishop's office today. We spoke to Senator Harper, uh, and we'll see if that all works out. And if you have strong feelings on daylight saving time, which I know you do, uh, I know I do, and as I have worked uh, in my last life there in Washington, D.C., I got uh, word from, from many of you uh, that uh, daylight saving time is something that you're frustrated with and you'd like to see some changes. Well, we'll see if the legislators have their way and those changes come about. The last segment, this one just preceding, uh, I very sarcastically described myself as a big shot, and we called on a YouTube star to join me here on the air. That YouTube star, Andy Nesbitt from USA Today, he uh, uh, made the case for super- Super Saturday. What's that? Well, he'd like to see the Super Bowl played on Saturday. Uh, made a fascinating argument for that. There's some obvious uh, rationale that he brings to the argument there. Uh, if you're a, a, a party hard type, uh, you might need a few extra hours the next morning to, to get recovered. And if you've got to go to work early that next day, you might not be too productive uh, when you find yourself stationed at your cubicle uh, churning out widgets. So he'd like to see it played on 
Saturday. Now, here, let me tell you what I have a little bit of. I have a little bit of inside information because, as uh, as I have made abundantly clear today, I'm a big shot. I've got some inside information. I uh, I've got some friends who work uh, in the the corporate offices at the NFL. I uh, swapped a few text messages earlier today, and I said, "Hey, what do you think about this deal? I'm going to have this conversation. It's going to be mostly sarcastic, and we're going to tell some jokes or whatever. But is there any uh, is there any credence to this issue or to this question of whether or not the NFL would ever move uh, the Super Bowl to Saturday?" And the response I got back was, uh, "That's absurd. Likely no. It really, it's it's not a conversation that happens over here because it uh, is it's based in tradition. We play it on on Sunday, but but." Uh, for those uh, who are curious about maybe some changes, this one could come. This one could happen. Now, the the NFL is in the midst of negotiations with uh, players and owners trying to hash out this collective bargaining agreement. And uh, what could come from this is, uh, is a, a longer NFL season, 17 games. Now, what would that mean? You'd need to either see some time added on to the end of the season or added on to the, the head of the season, the beginning. And uh, it's uh, it's looking all the more likely that that uh, extra time will be added to the end of the season, making the Super Bowl uh, fall on the Sunday before President's Day. And now not everyone gets President's Day off, but some folks do. Uh, I think a healthy percentage of people do. I am curious. I'm going to do some Googling later to find out what the real numbers are, see if there have been any uh, studies, look at how many get uh, President's Day off. But for those of you who get President's Day off, uh, that'd be pretty nice. To have a day off work the day after the Super Bowl. If you're the type, of course, that needs to recover the next morning. You know who you are. Uh, so anyway, that's that. We're going to follow it. See how it all shakes out. But now, I want to talk to you about something silly. The impeachment trial is taken. No, no, no. no. The, the impeachment trial is not silly. It's very important. It's very historic. It is uh, 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 an undertaking of great consequence and great import here in our nation. As you know, there are very important people with ties on the floor of the uh, United States that Senate right now. For Mr. Giuliani. You hear that? That's Patrick Philbin. Months before Vice President Biden announced his candidacy. Deputy counsel to the Mr. president. Mr. Giuliani is looking into this issue, interviewing people and getting information about it. In addition, in March... Of 2019, Mr. Philbin has been asked a, a question by two of the GOP senators right now. That question, of course, directed to Trump's defense team. The question is, did Trump ever mention Joe or Hunter Biden to the Ukrainians or others before Biden entered the 2020 race? Right now, Patrick Philbin, again, deputy White House counsel, is answering that question. So that's the timeline. Mr. Chief Justice. Senator I sent, from California. Thank you. I sent a question to the desk on behalf of Senator Patty Murray and myself. Right now, Chief Justice Roberts has received a, a subsequent question to that one asked of Trump's uh, defense team. And uh, we'll, we'll follow that and see what the response may be. Uh, and I share those little bits of audio with you because I find them fascinating. Uh, I find the process of this whole deal absolutely fascinating. They will be on tests later on. Your children and grandchildren will someday take exams uh, that include some of the events that are happening uh, today and last week and tomorrow and next week. Uh, this is uh, some historic stuff. And it's also very uh, interesting stuff and sometimes trivial. And I want to focus for the next couple of minutes on some of these more trivial uh, items. They're a little bit silly. And I, as a con- former congressional staffer, I know that the that the real uh, meat and potatoes are in the substance of these things. But there are some uh, little kind of peripheral elements that uh, are, are interesting. Uh, first off, fireplaces. You know, the United States Capitol 
has finite resources. And in the midst of this impeachment trial where so many of the staffers there at the Capitol are focused on uh, executing the required duties here to carry out this very important impeachment trial, that means that some of those folks are going to have to shirk some of their day-to-day duties. Do you know that there are a number of fireplaces I'm, uh, no, that's not a euphemism. There are fireplaces, uh, not symbolically. There are actual wood-burning fireplaces. In it's an old building. The U.S. Capitol is, uh, and there are fireplaces uh, spread around. In years past, they were used uh, quite literally to keep the place warm. Uh, right now, it's kind of a, a, a privilege type thing that some of the leaders have in their offices. There are also, uh, they call them cloakrooms, uh, off to the side of the uh, House chambers and also the Senate chambers. And they have fireplaces. Well, uh, because it requires such an undertaking or because it is such an undertaking to carry out uh, these impeachment proceedings, uh, or those fireplaces are, are dark and cold. And isn't that sad? And there are uh, leaders uh, like Nancy Pelosi who has a fireplace in her office. And, well, it's dormant today. So, too, do uh, Roy, Bl- Roy Blunt also has one. He has a, a fireplace in his office, and it's cold and dark and untended right now. Uh, Chuck Schumer, Mitch McConnell, they all have fireplaces uh, because they're important. And unfortunately, because of the attention needed uh, to carry out these impeachment proceedings, uh, those fireplaces are cold and dark. And only until these proceedings come to an end, maybe Friday, will uh, the fireplaces be relit and warmth be restored. And uh, those fine situations come to an end. The great suffering of those folks who have to now do without fireplaces because of the impeachment. Now, the next thing is, you probably heard about this, uh, Mitt Romney. Got himself, he's a senator here uh, from Utah, you know. Uh, had something to do with the Olympics way back when. Did some work in Massachusetts uh, recently. Got himself a seat in the U.S. Senate. Well, uh, he's one of the newer folks there, so he's not terribly accustomed to the rules. And he was caught breaking one of those rules just uh, yesterday. Uh, you know what the rule was? In the midst of these impeachment proceedings, there are certain rules about what folks can and cannot bring onto the floor of the United States Senate uh, in terms of uh, food and drink. Well, there are very few drinks that are allowed on the floor of the United States Senate right now. Uh, in particular, you can have milk and you can have water. And those two beverages, uh, regular water or sparkling water, because they're senators, uh, water or milk. Uh, but those drip beverages must only be consumed uh, in a glass. Well, Rebel Romney, that's what we're going to call him now, Rebel Romney, uh, he on the floor of the United States Senate was drinking chocolate milk out of a bottle it was made known to him that he was in violation of the rules there uh he quickly replaced uh that bottle with a glass the glass was inspected and he resumed his important uh position as an adjudicator in these impeachment proceedings all right listen that's it for today Tonight, we're going to watch the State of the Union address. Tomorrow, we're going to report back. You and I are going to get together. We're going to comb through it, see what we learned, see what we think. That's on tomorrow's episode of Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry. This is KSL News Radio. Next up, Jeff Kaplan's Afternoon News. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? 
Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.